Alright y'all, we up in this thing. It's another episode of the Skeetos. Well, a mini episode. I you know, it's it's an episode. We here. Uh so I'm here with Neezy, Big Mama Neezy. What up though? What's up, what's up? It's I Big Papa Skeet. It is Wednesday. And we got a little baby September London. Big baby London. Fifteenth. That means I have sixteen days left until I go to work. You, you doing a countdown? Because it's a sad, sad count. Very sad and disappointing. It's a sad countdown. It's a sad countdown because, I mean, so I went on maternity leave or leave from work in May. Mm -hmm. And now I go back October 1st, which is very sad. But so my plan, you know, I had an, well, it was realistic. It could have happened. But my plan was like, okay, so I delivered the baby Mm -hmm. and then immediately I just get this deal. Naturally, Nate just goes boom. <laughs> you just go hit the lottery. Yeah, yes, hit the lottery for Naturally Nate. It goes booming, and then it'd be like, oh, I come back from maternity leave. I work for two weeks, and then you just say fuck it. You then I'm done. I'm done. You know, I'd be done, and I'd be like, all right, guys. You know, I'm not gonna work for anyone anymore. Just Naturally Nate and Audible Ruckus. Peace out. And spend time with the baby and the dog, and I just be the the wife that runs errands and take care of the whole household. Except you just gonna sit there and yell at me and tell me to do everything. No, I'm not gonna yell at you. Oh, if you didn't, if so, if you stayed at home like permanently, then that means, babe, come here. No, I only call you to kill bugs and then to put up light bulbs and hang pictures. But other than that, I ain't hanging on that picture. That one picture fell. (laughs) Other than that, it would just be like, hey. Well, you just give me the money to do this, and I'll be out That's not, and see, on my I, way. Now we're, now we're here. <laughs> we're here. That's what it is. You just need my money. Just give me the money. That's why I'm hustling so hard, though, because you you know because you see me. Like, I got a whole bunch of things going on, right? Because, look, I'll be out. I don't, you know, then we here we go with the feminist thing. Here we go. But I would be <laughs> you, all right. You're so anti-feminist, man. Because <laughs> I would be all right. You know, you start making all your buku money. And then I get my weekly allowance of a thousand dollars a week. A thousand dollars a week. That's right. fifty two thousand dollars. I don't have fifty two. You could get a job you if will. you want to make fifty two thousand dollars a year. No, 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 no. My husband, you're gonna do that. You're gonna give me a thousand dollars a week. Sugar daddy. See. No, you're my husband. Candy man. I get a thousand a week. Then London gets whatever she needs. She gets more. How much? So what do I get? Like, you what get am the I whole bulk. You get the whole three hundred and sixty five thousand. Where's this money coming? <laughs> <laughs> we don't sell meth. 
300 and what? Where'd you get that map from? It, hey, it was just a number that popped in my 365,000. That's what the Mega Millions is? No, I think the Mega Millions is actually more. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. Like but That was my plan when I left work in May. Do, do you feel well I, I feel you because and we talked about it well i don't know about that but like especially <laughs> on three hundred sixty-five thousand, because boy um do you feel like i'm being a present enough father though i mean because you know with the work and then this project that i'm working on at the job these other projects i'm doing the show our weekly uh, this like you know what i'm saying yeah you here you help i try i feel like you help well that's my thing like like because it's certain things where like like you said i'm used to just be like all right how much is it here right so like trying to like make more time for the baby like we make time for the baby that happens but like trying to like be more intentional about like the different time and stuff you're definitely helpful because like with this whole covid delta rsv all this stuff that's going on you know how i am about being around other folks even going to the grocery stores and mm-hmm. stuff and when we need certain and things you, that think, we can't get delivered you will go and i get think it. you turn into a xenophobe or something like you just don't <laughs> like people you like one of those crab loins that just like outside no ah, <laughs> i like to sit like, on my patio i like to be like in the backyards but when it comes to large groups of, well you know even before covid though, i didn't care for large groups of people yeah but now it's like you you turn into like you start having anxiety and panic attacks and shit now before that's because people are dirty home. We know people are dirty. People don't wash their hands. Here people digging their nose. People digging their butts. Here we go. And then be touching folks and Y'all touching ain't stuff. About germs? I've always been worried about germs. Clearly, we know. You remind us every episode about how <laughs> <laughs> you do better. About germs. Do better. Be Man. clean. Man, look here. All right. So I and I was bringing that up because like I I feel like I've gotten better. I've become a better diaper changer. You feel me? Like, yeah. like that's one of my things. Like now, nah, I told y'all, I done took care of my younger cousins and all this and that. But when it comes to changing diapers, it's like, all right, somebody else is here. So it's a house full of other niggas. Like they'll be able to do this. But it's my daughter, so I'm like, all right, I gotta become better at this because there's been times where you've had a doctor's appointment or you have had a run to make, and it's like it's just me and London up in here, yeah, right? And you can't leave her wet. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, I gotta, I gotta be on point. And then that, now I think you, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. But I think you, you know, especially being a mom, it's like, I don't want to leave my baby. And it's like, nigga, that's my daughter, too. Like, yeah. it's a mom <laughs> thing. It, it It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard because it that's you carried that baby for nine months. Mm-hmm. And now that they're here, it's like my precious little diamond, my gold, you my know, and you don't diamond. want to leave it because it's basically leave like her. your other part. Said leave it. Oh, her. Like you I don't want to leave her. But it's like you're it's another part of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh. You know, when you leave and you leave your ring at home and you be like, oh, I'm going to turn all the way back around to go home and get my ring. Yeah. That's how it is with your baby. You're like, oh, I don't want to leave her. So you really think like, do I really need to go to this place? Mm-hmm. Do I really need to be gone about this amount of time? I mean, I know that's how I feel. Some people are different. Some people are like, well, just leave that baby. I got to go. Yeah. I'm not that kind of person. Gotcha. Um, I mean, in any event, I mean, I just, I think that that's one thing I have to gain a certain level of comfortability where it's like when i have it i'm just saying like um where it's like okay mommy's not here all right it's daddy time right you know what i'm saying so it's and now that with the whole breastfeeding thing now that you're able to produce at a certain amount where you're able to put some up uh, we got some in the freezer we got bottles you know what i'm saying we got bottles pre-made as long as i can handle that aspect of it because what i notice is the one thing that i when she's hungry 
She what she call it her yang yang. Yep. That's that's what uh, London calls it, y'all. Like her breast milk. She was like, I want my yang 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 yang. She will cry yang yang. Like, and so my thing with that is like she wants mom. There are some times where like I'll have her for a couple hours and then she just start throwing tantrums. It's like nope, I just want my mom. Get out my face, nigga, with the beard and the chain. She doesn't yeah, try to you snatch just my can't chains. get her calm and like it's mommy's time she wants mommy. But there's other times where I could just pick her right up and she'll just start yeah. smiling and she's oh daddy yeah. It sure is. But I, I really think it's around 9.30. I've been watching the clock. Because that's bedtime. That's okay. when we have since especially since I've been trying to get her on the schedule for work. Our time to start getting into bed laying down is 9.30. T- tell the truth though. Because I know you're on a timer, right? They be they paying you to laugh at my jokes at oh a certain time. Oh, my goodness. Are you paying the baby to, at a certain point, be like, all right, fuck this nigga. All right, get out my face. Daddy. No, get, get out. out of here. Get out. How much, they paying, how much they paying the baby? It ain't 365000 <laughs> <laughs> you know? No. So, but, I mean, in all reality, she is the boss over here, though. Oh, no. And you talking about wanting to have another one. Oh yeah, we'll have all the little bosses running around. But I'm the real boss. That's my little baby, my little munchkin, my baby Jabberwocky. All right, so, so I got a couple topics I wanted to get into uh, that that I needed your take on, right? Well, you brought this one to my attention, but I, I we gotta talk about it on here. So uh, the t- one of the twins, what's their last name? Chloe and Haley. Yeah. What's their last names? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Chloe and Haley. Y'all know them. So there was a video. Work it harder like I do. What's the name of the song? I don't Booty So Big or something like that. That's the name of the song? I don't know. I just know that they be like, Booty So Big. I like the song. And it's like this little TikTok dance that's going around. Anyway, so the twins, they were these girls. Everybody knows them. They, they was on shows. They they made good music. Um, Everybody was talking about how Beyonce was grooming them to be next and this and that. <laughs> she was grooming one. She, exactly. <laughs> she booted the other one. Uh, no, no, Let's, I'm, I'm joking. But it's as with many of the young stars that you see growing up and everything, they reach that point where it's like, okay, we're no longer for the kids, and it's no longer that cute little, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, they make such good music. They they grow up, right? And so, I'm adults. Yeah. So we we've seen now we're seeing with the uh, they're not even twins for ain't like one just a couple years older than the other one. Yeah. They just paired them together like yeah, they're, they're not twins. They're just sisters. Yeah. All right. Well, my bad. You see, I don't. I clearly don't cover this <laughs> on a regular basis, but it's relevant. It's relevant. Um, so the younger one seems to be a little bit more conservative and and, and um, reserved. I would say is that is that a correct assessment, or would you say? But see, I think we have it mixed up, and we I, we really have to go back and look. I think okay, the timid one is the older one. Okay, and Chloe is the younger one. Nah, I, I don't. You're supposed to know this stuff, man. Hold on. Now I got to look it up. Because what? we watch Grownish. That's the only reason why. And when they were younger, you know, they were all, all these singer celebrities and Beyonce did sign them, like how we said. But if y'all seen the VMAs, you really know what's going on. She here. basically grooming her to be the, the young Beyonce. She, the thicker one. One of them developed like is a Chloe. little bit thicker than the Chloe other one. Chloe is the, the thicker one. She's the one who y'all just seen kill it at the VMAs with her butt hanging out. And she was the one who was getting shamed for that silhouette challenge too that was out on TikTok um, when they was doing it in the robes. Okay, their last names is Bailey, right? So <clears throat> Chloe is 23. Um, and Hallie. Hallie is the younger sister. Okay. And Hallie is 21. Oh, so yeah, they're not too far apart. 
Yeah, so the older one is the thicker one. The older one, and is now the they basically one. just turned her into baby Beyonce. She is like basically just dress like this, shake your ass like this, Beyonce, Beyonce. So, because we've seen how she developed those hips too. So, so you think that they're all? Yep, it's ready. Young and seventeen. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, to me, once once we've seen that, uh, can- Hallie was. She had so-called went to the Olympics on Grownish, and she kind of was like that reflected real life. Yeah, the divide. Yeah, that divided them right then and there because you see, she got um, Chloe has her solo now, and Chloe is all ass shaking. If you seen her Twitter and Instagram pages, you've seen how it just turned up within the last couple months. Yeah. So, and again, it wasn't like oh, it started. It was, you could start to see it turn. It's just like nope, night and day. All right, flip the switch. It's time quickly. Yeah. How do you feel about that though? Like, do you feel like, um, cause it, it, and I, I mean, I know everybody got to grow up. Well, no, 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 no. That part we, we understood. I, I ain't shaming her. No, no, you got to get it how you live. Right. Express yourself. What I'm saying is the grooming of an artist to sound exactly or, or come across and be presented exactly like uh, another artist. Right. If for instance, somebody could come out and we could say, Oh, you remind us of so-and-so or, Oh, this is kind of similar to so-and-so, but mm-hmm. to come out and be the carbon copy. That's like if Eminem was to go find like a white boy from the suburbs of Detroit, dye his hair blonde. And like, <laughs> he just be like a rapper. It's like, bro, like you literally just like recreated this person. Well, how you, do you feel about that? To me, it's fine. It's, it's no hard feelings. And I actually think that it's really creative. Mm that she can go to out copy. Here. yeah to get somebody who she can get she can find she found somebody who she can get to pop it lock it do her dance moves just like how she does mm-hmm. so she can go retire and so she can stop exactly doing it. Yeah. so beyonce can then just be like i'm gonna do movies oh please don't <laughs> <laughs> damn we in houston they're gonna kick our door we don't live there anymore in case you're still kicking that other door in <laughs> please but don't we don't it's just it's gonna be so you know she can retire wasn't and then just nala, trade it on down to her kids wasn't she nala in the lion king she was <laughs> did they they was like they wanted her to play storm and x-men and everybody was like no <laughs> don't i mean i just think if she take a little bit more classes just please don't go to tyler perry studios and I, it's no hate there it sounds like hate it's not hate it's just lately to get off topic for a second if y'all have been watching tyler perry shows lately Y'all will know that the writing has become, hey, Lo, please walk over there and give me a pop. You want me to walk over where? I want you to walk over there and give me a pop. I'm saying no, but like walk over there. To give me a pop. Get you a pop. Just give me a pop, nigga. I I ain't walking nowhere to get nobody (sighs) no pop. See, why you always getting mad? Because I don't want to walk over there and get no pop. Now walk over to the kitchen and give me a pop. I don't have pop to walk to to get to, but I can get to the pop to walk to. I'm just not going to do it because you asked me to. Oh, insert the dog. Dog, why are you walking in here? You want to pop too? See, and like, that's <laughs> literally how everything has been. We make fun of that shit every week. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just not understanding, like, you know why have is. they dumbed down all the acting? It's, it's, not, it's not just a flowing conversation anymore. I'm going to tell you what it is. And, and I'm not too mad at it, though, right? Because I think us as black folks, we always, uh, I I was talking about it on the last episode of Inaudible Ruckus. We got to support our own. And I understand that 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 doesn't mean we have to support um, lesser quality. Mm -hmm. But like Tyler Perry has built like this, this incubator, right? For creation, right? It's it's, it's, it's lots, it's studios, it's office space, it's all these things, right? For for creators. 
and and what i think is there are because you're seeing a lot of these people that are starring on these shows yeah that um they were working behind the scenes they, yeah. they were a, a makeup person they worked in the office as an accountant they worked over here and then they you know they just was able to audition and somebody was writing some i feel like people are writing scripts and because of the access of being there, you can hand it up the chain. And if Tyler likes it and Green lights it, then it's like, all right, cool. Because he's giving people a shot from like yeah. within. So some That's of, the cool part. So some of that writing and stuff is coming from some people on the team. And it's really, yes, I'm sure they know it's bad. I'm sure they do. But it's giving whoever is the writer that that look or that exposure so that they can have that on their credits. Where like I wrote on Sisters for 22 episodes of season three, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like make it if you you can make it better. But even as the actor, like if the writing is like that, why can't we just do make the conversation flow? Not just walk, stop, chop, like playing. You are happy. They, I they, am happy. They might be college kids. You never know. Cause, cause again. But I mean, as you start to watch some of these shows, those it's some seasoned actors that they already have in it that you can see that has changed. The actors are seasoned. The writers may not be, cause you can see the difference. I know, but I'm saying like the seasoned actors, we can't just talk and make it. We can't, as us being seasoned actors, kind of just make the conversation flow a little bit better. I told you. I told you. You can see it in glimpses, but I told you too. Sometimes. You have people that are programmed to literally just click and point. You tell yeah. them what to do and they say it as is, right? They don't. And, and true, we, true. We've been in the industry a little bit, right? The other thing I'm going to say is I'm kind of now I understand how everybody feels about it. But like even with an audible ruckus. So I had a friend of mine, shout out to Smalls. He was like, man, um, I just decided to go all the way back to the beginning because I want to hear like how the show has has evolved. I was like, bro, that was five years ago. I was like, don't listen to none of that early shit. Like it was good, trust me. But like it, it compared to now, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I know, but like I just want to hear the, like the evolution of it. So that's why I said like when you give people a shot and give them that exposure, more repetition and more reps and more opportunities. As long as they have some inkling of of talent or, or promise there, true, right? True. Then you got to keep building that, right? It's like working out. So I just feel like with Tyler Perry, he's giving a shot to these like lesser experienced writers so that they can be more experienced. And that's why you can control the machine because um, in business, when you have like multiple brands or whatever, you have what they call like loss leaders, right? Some shit that you know is going to lose money or people may not fuck with at all, but it's, it's to be, it's still to have it out there as, as some form. Right. So gotcha. you, you may sell, um, let, let's say for instance, like, I want to use, uh, let's say you at the store. Let's say you got the store. Okay. All of this stuff costs like all the stuff in the back, right? Let's say the produce, the meat costs like $13. You know what I'm saying? $10, $15, all of that. Right. When you go up front, the candy is like a dollar, $2, 99 cents, 75 cents or whatever. Those is loss leaders. It's going to be high volume. People go like, it's going to come true, and it's going to go, but it's still there. And then the bit, and then you just count on the bigger stuff. Also, with a lot of networks, what they do is they have they have tiers. So they got their heavy hitters, the revenue drivers. Then they got they it scales down from there. So because Tyler Perry has so much stuff out there, so much stuff in the BT uh, app, you could say, I don't like this show. I don't like this show, this show, or this show. But then House of Pain is doing his thing. Medea is doing his thing. Even if he ain't doing Medea no more, like the catalog of exactly. Medea is still like you know what I'm saying. That's better. He got movies. Then he's writing on other stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Acrimony, right? Mm -hmm. So you got Directors movies like that where it's like, gotcha. you feel me? And then he was in Alex Cross. 
That movie was a little. It, it was. But I'm saying it but wasn't. But I mean, Medea. like he's in a he's. A, I think he's the executive producer on this new show that's kind of hitting right now with Eva. Uh, All the Queen's Men. You talking about um, Black Magic Mike? Exactly. It should have just been called Black Magic Mike. Well, you can't call it that because they already had a version of Black Magic Man, Mike. That shit, Black Magic but Mike. But that new show is hitting. But and it also has all of the 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 male dancers. You have to call them male exotic dancers. All the male exotic what dancers if they don't identify from Candy. As, that's what, what. That's exactly what they they identify as. Oh, okay. Uh, that was all on Candy's tour. Gotcha, gotcha. So you just like looking at men gyrating, and, and, and on other men. No, I really don't. I mean, I don't care either way. I just, it's funny to me because the dude, you can tell that he only has like two signature moves. He keep doing the same hey, thing over and get over it how again. it lives. That's what Usher been doing all these years. <laughs> Usher been getting by on niggas doing the same little spin move. Amarion too. But the story, what main thing is the storyline of that show is actually good. Okay. What's the synopsis? Robbery, murder, yeah. drugs, debauchery, all the yeah. black stuff. Same. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we've because a lot of shows have come back. Um, I know the Wu Tang stuff, and I again, I try not to talk about shows as much on here anymore because people watch stuff when they watch it in different waves, and people like stuff, people don't like stuff. You tell somebody to watch something, oh, I couldn't get into it, and it's like, well, don't ask me if it's good or not because you got to be invested to like care. Like one of the shows that come to mind, I would say is like Billions. And right? I'm glad Billions came back. They now they knew that they had been gone long, so they didn't drag nothing out. Since they've been back, it's been all. They came back shooting. Normally, shots fired. If, if y'all ain't hip to billions, I, I recommend you watch it. I liken it to it's like the people hate when I make these equivalencies, but like it's like the white wire, right? It's like high level uh, penny stock, like uh, venture capitalism, brokering, like all of that trading. Um, but like it's the behind the scenes and they get into the nitty gritty. It'd be warfare and all of that, but like corporate warfare and shit. So it's it's real dope to see like how how that side of of America works. Um, but like yeah, it's it's getting to the shits because they closing out the the episode that kind of left because of COVID production. Um, our other show Animal Kingdom is taking a turn. Like people, I don't know why people ain't talking about Animal Kingdom. Like it's only like a select few when I scroll on the timeline down there. Animal Kingdom is good. Is that it's a dope show? I mean, as like how we said before, is is really dope with all the action and the storyline. I just found out that it was an actual movie too. Yeah, yep. They got a movie. It's like back from 2010. Mm-hmm. I think I might go back and watch it just to see how. I want to watch it too. Is. I read I read it, so I already know how it's going to end. It is it is nothing like how the show is. It, I, it, it, I figure it plays out a completely different way. Because uh, it's based in Australia. It's like a surfer family. It's k- kind of like how this one is. But it's cool. It's dope. And, and what I like about Animal Kingdom is um, while they, while the grandmother is gone now, I like how they're tying in. They they experimented with it last season where they, they kind of have the past running. It's certain scenes where they, they show in the past and not just a flashback, but like it's like segments of the show where it takes place back in the day. And then it runs... Uh, um, parallel to what's going on now in this time so it's te- explaining to you why things are the way that they are right which i think is really dope so they've done a better job of blending it all the way in this was so like it'll go to commercial and like they'll do what they do then they go to commercial and it'll be like a whole like what 15 minutes of what it was like in the past and it'll cut the commercial and then they'll come back and it, so it's basically like you watch the two shows in one um 
so yeah when it comes to an, another show with raising canaan it ain't really moving the needle i made my rounds around the timeline i've been in different conversations with folks they ain't feeling it like that really i think it's actually good what you what you because I don't know if my man's is, is dead or not. Everybody's saying he could still be alive, or whatever. But but uh, I mean, as with any shows that we have seen, anybody can still be alive. I mean, they Uncle, can bring them back to life. So Uncle Lulu got his house shot up and firebombed, and Uncle Marvin had to go pull him out the house. It's looking like you know what I'm saying. He dead. And even the dude who played him on Instagram was like, "Yeah, it's been a blessing." So like, is he coming back? And it was like, we don't know. Because well, he might be in the next chapter show. Who knows? Who knows at this point? <laughs> but yeah, I'm just. This is my thing. Like, like how we talked about Black Magic Mike. We black people. We we from the hood. We all know about um, drugs. <laughs> we know about you know what I'm saying, dope and and this and that. If I gotta watch one more, I, I'm gonna watch BMF when it drops. But if I gotta watch one more like drug empire being built, like we get it, niggas was hand to hand selling rocks on the corner. They was in the no, store. No, but they that's was in the, the typical house. story, though. You know, I'm just saying because we we romanticize how they sell. We romanticize the '80s, like for the, for the sake of this, for the sake of this. We didn't need paid in full 2.0. Just get to the part where y'all have the um. Like, like, get to the part where y'all have everything up and running and y'all just up and running. We want to see where Kanan is doing his thing and he meet Tommy and Ghost and all that. Now, we don't care that he grew exactly. up like this. and Because, you know what I'm saying? We have seen this a million times. Because this is acting like Gotham now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care yeah. about the young part. No, it, it's, it's acting like Get Rich or Die Trying. Like, this is like the biopic for for, uh, <laughs> for 50. And it's like, exactly. it's cool, but eh. um, I don't know. They starting to do a little bit too much of that and... But, you know, when they try to branch off, nobody actually goes and watches the shows or the new movies. They try to branch off and have the black rom-coms, the black, you know, just love yeah. stories. And people be like, other oh, than, this is boring. Than, other than just the crime shit. Yeah, yeah. this is boring. It's like other than the crime and just the drama, because that's mainly what black shows are. Yeah. Crime and drama. Like I mean, They we- try to do their thrillers and... We've seen how those, the black scary movies come out. And it's like, <laughs> if you're going to do a black scary movie, make a real black scary movie where people be like, nah, bro, I ain't got time for that shit. They, they they try to incorporate those types of characters. They always get killed. Man, fuck this shit. I ain't going. And but man, they, do it in actual reality where those people ain't getting killed. I know what you're saying. So basically, I need to just go ahead and write my, my um, Scooby-Doo. My black Scooby-Doo uh, pilot. Yep, write it, but make sure you write it with good dialogue. Also, where we me. go back and forth, so that way we're not like, oh my goodness, yeah. I'm going to run. Yeah. Ah, there is a ghost. Yeah. Ah, he is chopping off my leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all he say is, yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> Character number five. Yeah. Shut up, man. Yeah, okay. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, not well. So, what do you think about? Well, we already talked about. We talked about it when they first announced it, but it's it's going ahead. They're doing a um a reboot of the Fresh Prince, and they just calling it Bel Air, and it's supposed to be a little bit more serious. I thought it was supposed to be fresh. What happened to that one? That was uh, supposed to they, come they, out. They they bought. They buy the idea, and then they got to do some tweaks and add some things in there, and doop 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 doop. Like, Oh, okay. Well, we'll see it when it gets here. It sounds like a good idea, but as with anything, we know how sometimes the idea sounds good. and We're going to be too attached to, to the old characters. To, to Oh, that ain't how. 
so-and-so would have been and he ain't do it like this will was way cooler than that yeah but is it this nigga can't is even it supposed dance. to be like the same or is it supposed to be like the same a continuation i think it's the, it's the same like this could be will's son nah this this, this is will this is oh Carlton. like how they're doing this um Ashley. this is uh hillary this is like Jeffrey. how they're doing what is the show a different world they're bringing that back they just bringing everything back. And hey, I, look, if you the there, Yara girl is in that too. If anybody that's paying attention that that has a say so over these, if y'all trying to bring back Martin and you need some authentic Detroit radio, like, hey, I'm here. What up, though? What's up? See, I've been practicing. Um, <laughs> real quick, no. I, so I had a question. I wanted to ask you this. I saw a post. I'm not sure how true it was, right? Because you know how these celebrity uh, things happen. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, it was rumored that Tiffany Haddish told Common if he was to propose, she don't want an engagement ring. She want a rental property. I seen that. Yeah. She said she want units. So would you have rather like me, like got you? Don't play with me. So you want the ring. Exactly. Instead of, you just said you want 350000 Yeah, but okay, we can do both because I need the commitment. You, no, 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 no. We're going to do that commitment. What if we, do, okay, what if instead of the ring, what if we are committed to signing both of our names on at least the, uh, those, those? No, we have to have our marriage. We got to have the full, legit marriage, not just together. And I mean, again, you ain't got to go out here and buy the most expensive ring. Give me a ring. We sign the paper, and then we can go get the units with whatever's left. Okay. So we can do it both. <laughs> See what I gotta deal with y'all, and then we raising a little one up to like take over. So she gonna be like, "Daddy, I want this," and then you gonna have her in school with all these rich kids. You gonna call so and so's dad spent uh, twelve hundred dollars. He had a llama at his party. <laughs> Fuck his llama. Go back over there. And, never mind. Oh my God! Somebody killed the llama. Why? He was alive when we left. Oh my God, Dad! Somebody killed such a llama. Damn, that's unfortunate. I don't even like llamas. Llama, llama, giraffe. We gonna have a giraffe at our party. All right, let's get into some of these questions. Let's get into some of these questions because gotta put the baby down, baby time. Uh, what is one thing you would continue to do if you were wealthy? Oh no! Hold on! Hold on! If you were wealthy, that you do now to remind you where you came from. Hmm. So, like, what would you do to to still keep you grounded when you got money? Continue to clean my own house and wash my clothes. You ain't gonna hire. Well, okay, hold on. So, what if you got like? Fuck no! I'm not having nobody. A, a six? No, no, no. What if you got a six? Uh, six bedroom house. With like five bathrooms, an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, seven Rolls Royces. Like you go clean all of this. I'm gonna clean my whole house for the pool. You hire, you have to hire a pool person to do that. So let's say you got this big ass stupid dumb mansion. You gonna just go through vacuuming? It's gonna take you all day. Yes, I can ded- dedicate a whole day to cleaning because nobody's going to clean your house like how you want it. And then I ain't got that many damn people staying in my house. So if I clean and bleach up one room, I close the door and it's good. But what if I the ain't got to go back in there. What if the dust settles? When I get ready to use it, then I clean it up again. But other than that, the door will stay closed. You know what you can do? You can put the little um, the little rack with the, with the sanitation of wipes in front of the door so before you walk in you just got the wipes can do that and i can just buy a couple rhombas and say hey vacuum that damn room you know those don't work for real they do okay you, you and you sound like a crazy person but <laughs> all right i got you <laughs>
Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Neezy here. I wanted to make sure that y'all go and get your Naturally Nate Instant Moisture Duo. That's right. You know, this Instant Moisture Duo can be used on braids, locks, twists, beards, and all of your natural hair. The moisturizer is all natural ingredients. One of our key ingredients, aloe vera. You know, aloe vera is really great for your scalp. And our oil blend is a mixture of the best oils that you can use to promote hair growth and give your hair a good shine and overall just a natural glow. So you're getting two amazing products. Make sure you go to inaudibleruckus.com slash nay. And also you can follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay, N-A-E-E. Me, I'm gonna go a little bit more niggery. Um, if I get super duper rich, I want to be able to uh fly home. Let's just say we just somewhere chilling, but man, I could go for some Coney Island right now. And they're like, Oh, y'all want to go to James Coney Island? No, y'all want to go to Midwest Coney? It says something no. that you do right now. You don't fly home for Coney Island. I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying when I get wealthy, it's only what. Nigga. But you said, No, they're saying, What are you gonna do that you do now to oh. keep you grounded? Oh. You don't fly home. <laughs> if you flew home now for Coney Island, damn, where was I? Nah, I'm saying, I w- let me just get out what I was going to say, man. Dang, <laughs> hater. Just because you want to be a dweeb and clean. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to use my Let's take your ass down to Midtown to get you a Coney sandwich from the truck. <laughs> this nigga. Nigga. They, got a, they, they have their own restaurant now. So you better go to the restaurant. Nah, hold on. And, and then you talk about getting this big ass house with cathedral ceilings and stuff. You ain't gonna be able to clean nothing. The ceiling gonna be too high. <laughs> nigga, what you talking about? That's, like, that's why Swiffer makes the stuff with the extended man, that, rod. That dirt just gonna be up there. Is what's gonna happen. Um, but anyway, and I say that because I always said like when I started making like money, money, I'm just gonna fly home. I'm gonna be like, let's go to Coney. We're gonna go to Coney. I'm gonna sit uh, like on, on the you block. Buy up all the Coney dogs. Nah, I'm just gonna buy me some Coney. I'm gonna take two bites of it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm done. And then I'm gonna get back on the plane and go wherever, like come back to Houston or wherever we at. Like, nah, j- you're gonna to be I like your it. man's, like how they've been talking about. Would you rather spend four thousand someplace or go on a date with Allen <laughs> Iverson? You gonna go to Coney and spend four thousand dollars and come back home? I didn't say four thousand dollars. See why? No, you, why I'm you saying stuff up? I'm just putting the number there. You gonna go free Coney on me and, and then buy I'll leave a whole it. bunch of Coney. Yep, and I'll leave an Audible Ruckus T-shirt. I'll leave a box of an Audible Ruckus T-shirts and be like anybody who grabs a T-shirt, give them a Coney dog on me. Marketing. See. Uh, speaking of, what what is the funniest thing you've seen between? Um, so initially it started with five hundred thousand or 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 uh, dinner with Jay Z, which now people's cracking jokes. Like, oh, it's a date. Um, so <clears throat> we have. Was it Lil Bow Wow? Link up with Lil Bow Wow and have dinner with him, or a fifty dollar Walmart card? You already know I want that damn Walmart card. <laughs> you want to meet up with Bow Wow? To Fuck punch a Bow Wow. <laughs> Fuck a Bow Wow. I have been done with Bow Wow ever since them that damn Scream tour, and that nigga did not want to do the uh, meet and greet with everybody. He ain't invite you on the bus. That's all. Nah, I ain't want to get on the Only bus. Only seven. Nigga, he could have just signed my poster like everybody else did. Yeah, fuck your but he poster. ain't want to be bothered. The poster punk. was probably whack. Oh, okay. Oh, these. Okay, so these are more. Um, these are more geared towards uh, like being a parent. So, in the short time of being a parent, what advice would you give to someone planning to have children? Definitely take your time. 
and get you get yourself mentally prepared because how so because parenting it's a difficult task and you have to be mentally there like you have to be willing to give this little person all the attention and all your time because in the beginning in the beginning you really have to dedicate to being secluded with them Mm -hmm. well now in in these days of COVID, in these days and time but i mean even before then like when you first have a baby you know most people will be like okay yeah everybody wants to come over after you see the baby as soon as you get home but when you first get home you really need you time Mm -hmm. because you have been in a hospital for x amount of days you come home yeah you need help with the baby but you mentally need to rest you and that baby needs to rest when you fully get home because now you don't have to deal with people coming in and out your room every so every hour or so at the hospital because that gets really annoying you know Uh, uh, um but you got to mentally mentally be ready to have a child because a lot of that in the beginning a lot of the partying stops mm-hmm. the going out and it's not about you no more yeah it's I, about this little person that's what i was gonna say your life changes yeah and, and you have and to be willing to give them give into all their wants and needs and your thought process i, I think as a as a father um and I, I know like the dudes out there and stuff but like when for me having my daughter and then the decisions that i make is how is this gonna like affect my daughter Right. So if I decide to go here, how is that going to affect the turn? Like me being able to make it back home to my daughter. If I go here or if I do this, how is this going to help either, you know what I'm saying, provide for my daughter's future or is this going to take away from her future? You feel me? So a lot of those register into like how I look at different opportunities, how I look at certain scenarios, how I look at certain people. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this person, does this person care enough about me to not mix me up in no shit that's going to jeopardize my daughter's future? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's different things like that. Exactly. Uh, and to your point about the mindset, I just think you you have to have a a, a, a servant mentality, and it has to be a level of sacrifice to to understand that it's not about you or what you're trying to accomplish anymore. And I think that's the hardest part for a lot of people because they be even though I got a baby, I still need me time. Me time goes out the door. Nah. <clears throat> Uh, so yes. in the in the beginning, okay. me yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying still yeah, yeah. in the beginning. Because you, you you have to function, and I, I'm just you do you do, and you do, and that's that's where coming and having a, a great partner comes into effect. Yeah, so you can, can trade off. You can trade off, but in that beginning, like those the, those first couple weeks, that first whole month, there's no you time. Yeah, no. Nah, Especially if you're breastfeeding, because you you can't. You have to give into this little one, mm-hmm. and it's not. Everybody can't do it. Like for me, I had so much me time before. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I I want to give this little one everything that I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm there for her and it doesn't bother me. And that's why I had said today, I'm a different breed of person because I'm not out here. I don't go crazy if I don't have another human person. If I don't have like a girl's night or anything, I don't go crazy like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't make me stir crazy. I don't miss being, oh, let me just go out and just hang with friends. I don't miss that. I don't need to sit on the phone with people all day. You don't like people. I do like people, but my thing is I don't need that. I'm comfortable just sitting here in my house, sitting outside, going for walks on my own. I'm comfortable with being by myself or just me, my family, and my baby. Yeah. You know? Me and the duck. I'm comfortable with that. Everybody, uh, some people are not. Some people they they need to have that social life and mm-hmm. be all out in the parties. It's not me. Yeah. Um. 
I think for me, it, it's been an adjustment because I, I don't, I am a people person, or at least I was. I don't know, this COVID shit didn't just altered a lot. Um, but it, even when I am, I, I think when I do go out and when I do things, it's one of those, it has to make sense. Like, I'm not just, hey, let's just go out just for the sake of going out. I'm like you, like, I can have a good time like partying in my kitchen like by yes because you are not about to waste my time i'm not but gonna go out here and just spend unnecessary money and that's what like, it, that's what it be too and it's not like we tight on money or nothing it's just i'm not gonna go out and do like unnecessary I, shit how, how do you know you're the one asking me for money <laughs> anyway all right we're not tight on money all right how, what makes you think i got it like that because i got it oh well there you go all right if you ain't got it, I know I got it. Let me borrow a hundred dollars. All right, I got you. Let me borrow two hundred dollars. All right. Let me borrow. <laughs> let me borrow one hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. Okay. You don't know how much I got saved, but we we I, good for a no, rainy day. Because you got that secret stash. <laughs> Next question: Why is it important to set goals? Because you got a secret stash. <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's to keep you on task. It's, it is definitely having those goals. It helps you get to where you want to be. All right. What is one life lesson you want London to learn early? Um, Always be confident in who she is. Okay. Don't listen to what other people have to say about you or say to you about you because other people's opinions don't matter. It's all about how you feel in your own skin, how confident you are with you. Yeah. I'm going to say just how to hustle. <laughs> like like pack this big ass lunch and we send you to school okay look how much you gonna flip these cheetos for how much you gonna <laughs> flip these food snacks nah 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 that's too low how much is little sally selling her food my baby gotta for? eat she gonna eat trust me but you sell the other half you just why you pack a double lunch and then that way when it's like london is it's selling it's like i'm not selling anything like what is this money in your pocket my daddy gave me lunch money <laughs> what is this extra stuff i have latchkey like um oh next question how soon will london's sibling be coming all right y'all hold your breath okay london's gonna be at least one or close to one i guess um <laughs> moving on oh you don't know look i go next could have went to the doctor and she'd be like oh you're pregnant again next <laughs> do you believe you only fall in love three times in your lifetime that's a good question honestly i don't mm. I don't believe it, but I did read like deep into that because they have where they were talking about um, your three different love cycles, right? Okay. So it was talking about like your first love is when you are younger. The first love happens like when you're you're a young age, right? Okay. And you grow apart, call it quits over something silly. And I was like, okay, well teenage love puppy love yeah that's what's gonna say teenage love all right we've all had that right yeah everybody had a little teenage love but then it was like you get to groupie love yeah then it says you get to your <laughs> second love it's really groupie love no you just said yeah <laughs> no shut up you said yeah. <laughs> when you get to your Give second love, groupie love this is the one where you're a little bit older right but listen so the second love it says this one is a little bit harder right so this one is when i bet it is you've, <laughs> you've gotten older uh -huh. so you understand a little bit more uh-huh 
And so this love is like it gives you um, betrayal, okay, drama. Ah. You've been damaged with it. Ah. It says it says abuse, but it can be like physical or mental. Sound abuse. like groupie love to me. All right, yeah. <laughs> and betrayal. So it was saying the second love is the one that prepares you for your next love of your life, your next phase. Okay. So it that lets you know like what you Perry want. Plot. The second love lets you know what you want and don't want. So okay. what you'll tolerate and not. So wait, hold right? on. Before you go to the third one, it sounds to me like a lot of people are stuck on that second one. Yes. All right. And so it to me, people get to that second one and don't know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they scared so, they scared to move on to the third. They're scared to move on to the third. And it's saying that your third love is your most ultimate true love. Your forever one, love. The one that you end up marrying. Yes. Forever. You want a family with that person. Family. You want a family with that person, this and this is your true love. Mm-hmm. So you end up marrying them and you do start a family. Yeah. And so I was looking at it and I was like, okay, well, go through all your different relationships, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, and I was like, eh, I think I'm kind of more like a thug because you ain't love nobody. Your heart was too cold. I only had like aside from you, mm-hmm. um, because when we got together, I already knew what I wanted, where we was going to be. <laughs> I already knew that I was going to marry you and look where we are today. Seriously? Yeah. After we started dating a while, uh-huh. we went on a few dates and then I was always coming to chill at your house. And you said, like, I'm going to marry him. What if I would have turned around and be like, yeah, I don't think this is working. <laughs> so uh, I already knew that let, wasn't going to happen. I'm going to have to let you go. I already knew that wasn't going to happen. Whatever. Because I had you wrapped around my finger, bro. Here you go. I had right. you we in go, the game. We, we will end this podcast right now we're going to get on here and tell these lies don't don't play with me don't play with me don't act like you was not all up in don't act like you was not all up i was all up oh my (laughs) god you were into me yeah i was (laughs) relying on that thing man down one nine nine no 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 yeah 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 Yeah. you know how it was you know yeah i know like me and you both we both was having sex Our conversation, like our to our level of thrashing <laughs> it to pieces. Our thought process, our conversations that we had, we had already started to get on the same page and we mm-hmm. both knew what we wanted and where we wanted to be in life. Yeah. So And them guts. I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. After we started doing all that that I had you reeled in, you had me reeled in, we was gonna go. Forever. Oh, so you were reeled in too then. Okay. So Yes, we were both on the same page. Yeah. So we already knew that. I knew that we were gonna. Be. We was both on when the we on still back lived page. In, when we lived in Michigan, I already knew that we were gonna be. We was on the back so, page. Um, when you <laughs> you made me forget my train of thought. That was the point. But what I'm saying is, I honestly think that you can have more than three loves. Well, that sounds like a hope. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have more. Yeah. Um, yeah. for me, I I haven't had more mm-hmm. because one. As y'all know, I'm a germaphobe, and I don't believe in kissing this person and that person be kissing somebody. I mean, but else. if you're in a relationship, you've had a series of relationships. Yes, you've had a series of relationships, but have you been in love in all those relationships? Nah, exactly. Nah. And 
at a young you know early on like before we even had got together the person who I was dating beforehand it was like I don't love you I like I liked them a lot you just like bossing them around <laughs> I liked them but I was not in love but it did teach me like okay this is what I want this is what I'm going to tolerate this is not what I'm going to tolerate so if you're not willing to change this that and the third bye he was like <clears throat> You can hit the sheets or you can hit the streets. It don't make me no never mind. Nah, that nigga was like, but no, nah, man, you know, I really love you and I'll buy you this and this, this and that. Bruh, come on now. What do I say? You could go or you could come. <laughs> Look, <laughs> let me tell you this. I was a player. No, you wasn't. And I knew how to play the game. Oh, my God. I knew how to play the game. First off, And I didn't give up a lot of ass to play the game. First, first thing is, real players ain't going to say, yeah, I'm going to have to make this announcement, guys. I was a little bit of a player. <laughs> Says no player at all. That's how Whatever. you know you were no P. Whatever. I know you, you ain't no talking. Player. I wasn't no player. I know you ain't I talking. I knew I wasn't a player. That's the thing. So, I didn't fake the fuck. But my thing is, I knew the game, and I didn't let nobody get over on me easy. Well, next question. So. <laughs> to, to answer that question, I was it? Do we believe in it, or do we? Do you think that you only have three loves in a lifetime? Again, to your point, I don't know if there's a, a, a exact number on it, but I do. Real, I acknowledge that there is a progression between. Yeah, lo- you have to. I'll say this: you have to learn how to love. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, we don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like our, our thought process, especially as men, like our thought process be so fucked up. Like you know, the the culture that we come from and, and how we treat women and this and that from a young age all the way up that we don't really get a chance to experience love. Like how it's supposed to be experienced, right? Exactly. So, looking back at like previous relationships, I do like I understand the puppy love aspect. I understand the the loving and understanding like what you're gonna tolerate, what you're not gonna do, and then I understand having like you know what I'm saying your soulmate love and the person that you marry. Um, in between, you know, you may find moments where oh yeah, this is love, and then you be like looking back at it, you be like that ain't love. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I acknowledge that. I do feel like there is a progression, and for me personally, I had to learn how to love. And I do feel like like previous relationships helped prepare me for when we were able to be together so I could be more expressive and be more in tune and have a high emotional, because uh, I always say that you got to have a high emotional, e- like a emotional intelligence, an EQ, mm-hmm. to be able to like, you know what I'm saying? Because you hear it all the time. They be like, oh, you know, dudes don't know how to communicate or they don't never want to talk or express their feelings. But then like, you know, I talk. Like, I'm like, like, look, I'm pissed right now. I'm mad. Yeah. This is why I'm mad. And it's like, for some reason, it's like it's a rarity that a, a man can communicate as, as articulate, you know what I'm saying, as I am about my feelings and stuff. But I do that because I don't like to leave nothing in the air. I don't need, I don't leave exactly. nothing to change. I told you this when we first started dating. Like, I don't, I, what you see is what you get. Like, I'm upfront about everything because it's like I don't have time to, like, you know what I'm saying, finagle and play games about shit, right? So, and that's why I'm not a player because I don't have time. To, yeah, girl, you know. You know what I'm saying? You the most specialist thing to ever happen in this century, man. Like the millennium. Like our love will last. I don't can't come up with no clever bullshit like that. Man, I never believed. I wouldn't have believed that shit. Anyway. Man, if I told it to you, you would have. No, anyway, I wouldn't. All right, moving on. <laughs> <clears throat> What's the next one? Oh, I love three times. Oh, this is a wild one. Okay. <laughs> shit. Would you let a close family member that was a pedophile? But says that they have been changed by God to come to the family events. What the fuck? Who comes up with this? So that's that's something that's actually been trending online. 
So you got your people who say that, oh, I've been changed by God. Mm-hmm. They used to do this back in their past, but they no longer are like that. To me, I, I trust me. You I think fully it's still be- there? I fully believe in God, but I ain't there yet. Not for that. No, you can't. You no, can't. no, 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 no. The Lord forgives. I think, I think uh-uh, I, I, they can still be there. And I'm not going to even put you in a, not going to have you around me or mine or my family for you to even get something to trigger you back that way. Mm. I don't believe in that. Well, no. Okay. Family events. What if it ain't no kids there? Nah, it's always kids at a family event. That's true. I know. I, I, that was <laughs> it's stupid. always kids. At, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> it's always kids. And like, and like how we had certain family events, the coat room, it's always a baby sleep in the coat room. Well, not. I feel you. No, I feel you on that. But my question is, and I'm not, I'm not advocating for it, but I'm just saying as far as when people are like go through like that type of, of um, illness, I guess yeah. for lack of a better term, or they say, they say it is an illness, but if you go through that illness, I just feel like isolating and separating somebody from their family and condemning them is like is it gives the adverse result as far as the healing process, right? Yeah, you, but you're you still black not sheep coming. Them. You're gonna be black sheep because you did something that's nasty. But what if it was like twenty years ago and ain't it? Had don't none matter. It don't matter. Now you know what you gotta do. You gotta be like, look, all right, Uncle So and So, hand me your phone. You'd be like, what? You'd be like, nigga, hand me your phone. And then you check their search. Have you been looking at boy butt? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like all right, you good. You can go hang yeah. out. And it's like, even though people, they, they can say that they change and things like that, I just, you, you still don't want to have. You got to give people a you, shot. You're not going to have a shot with me. God, I would have God uh, treated you like that. God, I know. God that's why I said. God. That's why I God. said. Yes, I'm Lord. not yes, at Lord. that part. You got to get there. I'm not the there good, yet. The good book says, my sister, that you must I'm do on to others in the way that you would like to be yet. done. Therefore, you must extend mercy and grace on to others. I'm not others. there yet. Do you want to be condemned for your that's transgressions? Just, just, that's just a lot. That's asking a lot. Well, we're going to pray for you, Sister Gross. We're going to pray for you. Okay? Because the Lord says that you should operate with a level of mercy and grace. I wouldn't. I don't hate you. I'll give you love, but I'm just not going to let you around. I didn't say nothing about hate, man. You got to have mercy. I know. You I'm just saying. I'm not going to let you grace. around. You know what I'm saying, man? You got to forgive. Okay. I ain't going to let them you gotta around. You got to allow for people to change. The Holy Spirit is a protector now. Okay. So you, you would pray. let them around. I don't know what I do. I just, know, I just, I, I'm not. Again, like I said, to to not just be so like stuck in, in 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 one way or another. Like you can come to the event where it's the adults at the bar. That's what I'm asking. But if the family function where we having a barbecue, we at the park or here. And this nah. is this is why though. This is why. This, and you're not coming to any functions at this, my house. This is why. There's more nuance in in these situations, right? It, it depends on like, did the nigga just get out of jail for doing this? Is it something that that was long ago? That because again, some people could be registered sex offender, nigga. You could be a, a senior in high school and your girlfriend be a junior. In yeah, high but school. we're talking about like real. So let's let's paint a scenario, right? Okay. So. So let's say yo your 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 favorite uncle mm-hmm. your favorite uncle used to touch on little girls and boys mm-hmm. he went to jail for it he just gets out a month ago says that he been oh, changed nah. by god nah, nah, this nah, this nah, and nah, that nah, 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 nah. Nah, not fresh out of jail nah, okay now he's been out of jail two years he's two been year, out of jail two, two years, years still ain't enough nigga nah like i <laughs> Nah, I'm talking about like like you got out or some shit happened like 20 years ago and you haven't 
like you live a completely different life than you lived back then you haven't done nothing of the sort since then or whatever but if you just uh, two years nigga that ain't enough time to be rehabilitated nigga you <laughs> ain't no telling what you was doing up in jail nigga i don't stay away from me anyway um all right hold your butt this, <laughs> this was supposed to be the skeeters episode was supposed to be short this is the second week in a row we going on almost an hour um It'd be a lot of stuff to talk about, and y'all be asking a lot. So. What What are your friendship turnoffs? So I hate a a non supportive friend. Okay. And basically, how your little uh, hair oil yeah, uh, product the, coming? Those kind of people that that don't support you. How your little baby doing? And exactly. How your little husband? <laughs> he's really, and he's really those little. ones that's. And I mean, you like, you know, the non-supportive friend and then the friend that's always the person who talks about you behind your back. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, such and such was saying this, that, and the third about you. Okay, so when you was in the presence of such and such. You let them wh- get that off? Exactly. Yeah. And what did you say about me? That sounds like typical female stuff. It is. It is. And it's like, so, again. So, so everything females do turns you off from friends? No, no, no. No, because there's, I cannot say that because there are some really good female friends, like where you have a really good sisterhood, a good bond, and they not for that fake shit. But it's 50 50 with females. It honestly is because women are catty. With, it's 50 50 with dudes because these dudes is weirdos. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say um, one of my big things is. Um, like how and friends is different, right? Because I've grew up with the, the same people since I was six years old. So like, I, I it's a it's a tall measuring stick, like to be like my people's like that. And and I have people. It's like levels to it though, because I got some people that like I go way back with. We done done business together and we cool. And then I got some people that's just more like associates. And it's like they cool, but not really, or or kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like it just mm-hmm. depends. But like my friend friends, like we done been through shit together. Like and, and it's solidified, right? Like we done been like we done cried together, we done laughed together, we done been through the ups and downs, we done been to funerals, we done been to uh, baby showers, like it's it's all types of stuff there. Um one of my turnoffs though, like I guess turnoffs, like uh but Val, I, I, I'm all about values, right? I hang out with people that share the same values as me. Like I said, if, if I'm out, if, if everybody got family and, and we all out here to, so that we can take care of ours and stuff, then I know that one, we all got something to lose, but then also like we all gonna, gonna move a certain way so that we can, you know what I'm saying? Protect that. Exactly. Dudes that's be out here moving reckless or be into stuff and be like, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, like that's just quick to just go off on some shit or like what they say, crash out doing crash dummy missions and stuff. I can't hang out with people like that. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think 10 steps ahead. I try to be three moves ahead on a lot of things. And when people, um, you know, a lot of times people, man, quit with all that, man. Quit being scared, man. Let's just go do it. And it's like, no, like, did you think this all the way through? Nah, what's there to think about, man? I'm just going to do that. <laughs> and it's like, see, I don't need to hang out with niggas. They'd be like, what exactly. is there to think about, niggas? Because those be the niggas you be sitting next to in in, in, uh, in county talking about something, man. I ain't really think about it like that. Yeah, and, and I, I told ain't you, got time to be going down for sure. Because a lot of my conversations since moving down here to Houston, they always end with, man, I ain't really think about it like that. And so that's why I just sit back because how else did you think about it? And then when I sit back and listen to like their thought process and, and how they thought it was going to go, eh, I'm cool. And then I, I you know, it's different because Houston is so big. I won't answer the phone no more. Um, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I bump into you at Target. And, All right, what's up? And then keep it moving. Like ain't none of that buddy, buddy shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because like I'm over it. I know how to keep it moving. You feel me? I feel you. 
But yeah, those are the questions. Anything else you want to go before we get up out of here? We're pushing up on an hour. No, no, no. Um, just make sure y'all go to inaudiblerecords.com slash naturally nay and get your instant moisture duo. And follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay. With two E's, don't follow that other person, all right? Yeah, go to inaudibleruckers.com slash shop, cop the five-star championship t-shirt, five time, five time. And then we got the Midnight Club merch. Also, make sure you check out Muse Lux Aesthetics Beauty Studios up in Detroit, and then Gross Power Washing and Cleaning. It's been another episode of the Ski Toss. Mini Souls.